Welcome to Wall Street Breakfast, your daily source of market news and analysis. Subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. Good morning. Today is Tuesday, October 5th. I'm Pim Fox. Our top stories include energy prices surge, the dollar strengthens, and rates tick higher. Those stories and more, but first, let's get you caught up on markets. Dow futures are pointing to an open 100 points higher after the index fell more than 300 points on Monday. S&P 500 futures are set for a similar open, while NASDAQ futures are four-tenths of a percent higher after Monday's 2% sell-off. U.S. crude prices are at their highest level since 2014. In Asia, the MSCI index of Asia-Pacific shares outside of Japan declined for a third consecutive session. Stocks in Japan fell 2.5%. In South Korea, equities dropped 2%, while shares in Australia slipped four-tenths of a percent. The MSCI Asia-Pacific index has lost more than 5% so far this year. The yield on the 10-year U.S. Treasury note rose to 1.5%, while the 30-year bond sports a yield of 2.06%. The U.S. dollar traded near a one-year high versus major peers. The euro fell a quarter of a percent to 115, while the yen rose a quarter of a percent to 111. Gold prices eased to $1,757 an ounce after rising on Monday to the highest level since September 23rd. Bitcoin is trading over $50,000. Now our top stories. Americans are spending a dollar more for a gallon of gasoline than they were a year ago. Natural gas prices are up more than 150% over the same time, while OPEC and a Russian-led group of oil producers decided against pumping more oil. The main U.S. oil price jumped nearly 3% on Monday to about $78 a barrel. That's a seven-year high. Brent crude, the international benchmark, gained 2.5% to end the day at over $81 a barrel. That's the highest settling price in three years. Average daily crude production in the U.S. is nearly 7% lower than a year earlier, while stockpiles of crude are 15% lower. That's according to the U.S. Energy Information Administration. Natural gas prices have also soared on higher demand and low inventories in the U.S. and Europe. High coal and gas prices and government efforts to cut electricity use have led to power cuts in China, while India warned it has only four days of coal reserves left. In Germany, power plants are running out of fuel, while U.S. producers have yet to dramatically increase their oil output. The last time domestic crude prices hit similar levels, there were about 1,100 more rigs drilling for oil than the 400 at work last week. In other news, Facebook said Monday that a global outage that took its services and internal communications offline for several hours was due to a faulty configuration change to its routers. It said apps are now back online after the worldwide outage that also affected Instagram, WhatsApp, and Oculus. Facebook shares are up 1.5% in pre-market trading. The Wall Street Journal dollar index is near the highest level since September 2020. It's gained 2% over the past month. Cotton futures are trading at their highest price in about a decade because of growing Chinese demand. The Federal Reserve plans as early as this week to launch a review of the potential benefits and risks of issuing a U.S. digital currency. Trading volume in over-the-counter stocks, which aren't listed on exchanges, has surpassed half a trillion dollars so far this year. That's already more than the total volume for all of 2020. 
That's according to the OTC Markets Group. AMC said more than 4 million people went to the movies globally from Thursday through Sunday, driven by the openings of the James Bond movie No Time to Die Overseas and Venom Let There Be Carnage in the U.S. The theater chain said the weekend report shows new records for attendance, ticket admission revenue, and food and beverage sales since the company was forced to close its U.S. theaters more than 18 months ago because of the COVID-19 pandemic. No Time to Die will be available in the U.S. starting Friday. Venom, Let There Be Carnage, will open in Europe on October 15th. The International Alliance of Theatrical Stage Employees, a union representing more than 150,000 behind-the-scenes workers in entertainment, took a step toward calling a strike that could shut down production across Hollywood. High crude prices are pushing up the shares of major oil companies. BP is up more than 1.5%, and Royal Dutch Shell is higher by about 1% in London. In Paris, Total Energies gained 1%, while in Milan, any climbed more than 1%. Any shares are also affected by reports that it was closer to listing its gas, electricity, and renewables unit instead of selling a minority stake. AstraZeneca rose four-tenths of a percent in London after the pharmaceutical company submitted an emergency use authorization request to the Food and Drug Administration for a preventive treatment of symptomatic COVID-19. Shares of PepsiCo are higher in pre-market trading. The owner of Frito-Lay and Quaker Foods reported third-quarter profit and revenue that beat expectations while gross margins declined. The company provided an upbeat full-year outlook. Zenon Pharmaceutical shares rose sharply Monday after the company posted positive results from a study of its treatment for a form of epilepsy. The company's shares climbed more than 100% in trading on Monday. Global Foundries has filed for an initial public offering. Ford Motor sold a third more cars in September compared with August, but volume was lower year-over-year amid declines in truck and car sales. Qualcomm is buying the Swedish auto technology company Vionier in a $4.5 billion takeover. More than 40% of German companies said that they had lost sales because of supply problems in August. That's according to a survey from the Association of German Chambers of Industry and Commerce. Italian fashion house Dolce & Gabbana announced on September 30th that it had sold at auction a nine-piece collection of digital NFTs, or non-fungible tokens, alongside some actual couture clothing for the equivalent of nearly $5.7 million. Fumio Kishida was elected Japan's new prime minister by the nation's parliament. Japan's fast retailing, the owner of Uniqlo, fell 7% in Tokyo after reporting domestic sales declined nearly 20% year-over-year in September. Southwest Airlines on Monday said it is requiring employees to be vaccinated against COVID-19. New Zealand is ending its efforts to keep COVID-19 out of the country as the economic costs mount and the latest lockdown failed to halt the spread of the virus. William Shatner, the actor known for playing Captain James T. Kirk in Star Trek, is slated to join the next spaceflight from Amazon founder Jeff Bezos's Blue Origin. Mr. Shatner will be aboard the next launch of the New Shepard spacecraft on October 12th. And a single ticket sold in California matched all six numbers and was the lucky winner of the nearly $700 million jackpot Powerball prize. It was the seventh largest jackpot in U.S. lottery history. 
The winning ticket was sold in Morro Bay, located along California's central coast. The winner will be able to choose between the annuity option paid over 29 years or the cash option of nearly $500 million. Both prize options are subject to taxes. At 7 a.m., U.S. stock futures are pointing to a higher open. Brent crude futures are up more than 1% at $82 a barrel. Natural gas futures are gaining more than 3%, while gasoline futures are higher by more than 1%. The yield on the 10-year U.S. Treasury note is 1.5%. Bitcoin is trading higher by more than 4% at $50,000. Gold futures slipped three-quarters of a percent. On the calendar today, we'll get data on the U.S. trade deficit that's due to be released at 8.30 Eastern, while the Institute for Supply Management Survey of Service Sector Purchasing Managers will be out at 10 a.m. Thanks for downloading this episode of Wall Street Breakfast. If you have comments, criticism, or suggestions to make the program more relevant, please do so below. Your feedback is greatly appreciated. That concludes today's Wall Street Breakfast. Thank you for listening. For the best news and analysis on the web, go to SeekingAlpha.com. To subscribe to this podcast, go to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. You can sign up for our other podcasts, Alpha Trader and the Cannabis Investing Podcast on those platforms as well.